0: Welcome to My Awakened Life Podcast, Episode 1. I'm Johanna Faramond, and today I'm going to tell you a true story about how I overcame a hurtful childhood memory. I had no idea that would happen, but I'm so glad it did, and now I can share it with you. First, I'll start with the memory. I was living in Texas. We had a house out in the country, and one hot summer afternoon, I remember sitting on the floor of our living room playing Atari. My mom had been working outside in the yard, and it was just the three of us. My parents had been divorced. I know I was seven or eight because my brother, who's 10 years older than me, was still living at home. I remember my mom coming inside and seeing me playing a video game said something to me that would haunt me for years to come. First, Let me tell you a little bit about my mother. She has dark brown eyes, and if she was angry at me when I was a child, her look could strike fear in me. She also has a very thick Dutch accent that made her all the more intimidating back then. So on this day, she squinted at me with those dark eyes filled with a classic look of disgust I had seen so many times before. Out of nowhere, she said, I wish you and your brother were never born. And that was it. She left the room. And those words shook me as though I had been physically shaken. I couldn't believe what I'd just heard, and I didn't know what to do or what this meant for me. My mom had four children, so why had she singled out the two of us? What was so wrong with us? And as my mind raced, I ran upstairs to my brother's room. His door was open, and I was standing there, waiting for his reaction. Guess what mom just said? He looked up at me, and that's when I delivered the news. Mom just told me she wishes we were never born. He said, what? And I told him again. He was a bit shocked, but then he just told me she didn't really mean it. She was just in a bad mood. I think I was looking and hoping for something more, like for him to go downstairs and stand up for me. But this was the explanation that I held on to. My mom didn't mean what she said. And a few years later, I got the courage to confront her about it. And when I did, She emphatically denied it. I never said that. And it was that moment I was sure what happened would never be resolved or explained, so I just held on to the belief that she didn't mean it. Now here's the surprising story of how I got close. I was in my 30s, and one evening I was having dinner at my friends Bill and Cindy's house. Bill and I were sitting at the kitchen bar while Cindy was making dinner. Bill had just told me about this psychology book he was writing. He thought authenticity alone could help people see through their past issues. Then he'd given me an example where he'd used this on his own son. And it had been an interesting story. So, although it wasn't something that I ever really spoke about, I told him that at one time, my mother had told me she wished I hadn't been born, but she didn't really mean it. Bill's response to me was the last thing I expected. He leaned towards me, looked me in the eyes, and without any hesitation, he said with conviction as though he had been there. Your mother said exactly what she meant. In that moment, she regretted having you and she wished you hadn't been born. Now I was really taken aback by this. How could someone say that? And to add to my shock of what had just been said, now tears were running down my face. The painful consideration that it was true cut me as it must have the first time I heard those words from my own mother. Poor Cindy, she was handing me tissues and kept apologizing for what her husband had just said. And you know, the next thing that happened was even more surprising. After I wiped my tears away. I felt a calmness, and I could feel my body relaxed. I wouldn't know it then, but this memory would no longer cause me any pain, and it never has. I could accept that in a moment of whatever madness my mother was going through, that she just lost it and said the cruelest thing to me that she could think of. It was awful, yes but the memory of that no longer carried any emotion. So that's my story, and I've thought a lot about why this was so helpful for me. Was it just letting the emotion out that helped? I think that's only a small part of it. You see, when I told myself that my mother didn't mean it, obviously something inside of me didn't believe that. After all, if I had believed it wasn't true, it wouldn't have mattered to me, so it wouldn't have been a painful memory. However, this was the first time as an adult that I considered my mother really meant what she had said. So naturally, I also had to consider a reason for that. Unlike my seven-year-old self, I never asked myself what was wrong with me because as an adult, I can understand another adult saying something out of rage. That makes sense to me and I can accept it and move on. I believe it's this understanding that ultimately healed the memory for me. In this case, had my friend chosen just to empathize with me, which is what we're all taught to do, it wouldn't have changed my perspective or allowed me to see the situation any differently. In other words, it would have felt good, yes, but it wouldn't have helped me in the long run. Maybe you've made these same excuses for someone because admitting that it could be true is too hurtful. Maybe the compassion you've received from others hasn't healed you. If you stop making excuses, you may just find that you can deal with the truth after all. That's it for this episode. I hope my story helps you. If it did, please let me know and don't forget to subscribe to My Awakened Life to hear more.